Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today I want to talk about health anxiety. And I want anybody who's experiencing health anxiety to know that your health is a very common place for anxiety to latch on to. Anxiety always latches on to things that are important to us. We don't have anxiety about things that we don't care about. It wouldn't cause us to be anxious. So if your health is important to you, this might very well be a place where your anxiety has decided to settle in. And another word for this is hypochondria, which is an excessive preoccupation or worry with having or contracting a serious illness. And, you know, I hear a lot of this from people that I'm working with uh, because it's, it is important to us. And many times we start with health anxiety because we had a health issue. And so we became very aware of our bodies and very aware of how our body functions. And we became hyper aware because we were concerned with, you know, we didn't want to go to that place again. We wanted to be catch something early. We want to be aware of what our body is doing so that we don't fall ill again or have another particular kind of injury again. So one of the things we need to do with any of our anxiety, but particularly with health anxiety, is to contain it. You want to be able to have a place where you can put the, these health anxiety thoughts. So you have to, so being able to label them is a great way of doing that. It's a way for you to be able to say, oh, I'm thinking about my health again. This is my health anxiety. And so you want to like wrap it up and put it on the back burner. You want to contain it, put it in the pot, put it on the back burner and just know that it's there. You're not ignoring it. 
but I'm not going to think about that right now because I'm at work or I'm with my family and I'm, I'm not needing to deal with that right now. Because many times the things that we put on the back burner, they, they just never come back again. Or if we take it, contain it by putting it into our schedule for our worry hour. Like I'm going to be thinking about all my anxious, health anxious thoughts at 6.30 this evening for 10 minutes. I'm going to review and worry about all of them. And you put it in the appointment log and they don't show up. So, but you did give it some attention. You said, I see you, you're there, but contain it. You don't need to have it run wild. And the reason why health anxiety can run so rampant through our life is because it's about our body. It's with us 24 seven. We, we are present with our body. When we have anxiety, we're hyper aware of everything. And so we're hyper aware of what's happening in our body. We also become very good at making up stories about everything that's happening with our body. So anxiety is going to cause a lot of uh, different for some people, not everyone. Not everyone gets physical symptoms and sensations with their anxiety. But if you do, you are going to be even more aware of them. And you're going to be afraid of them. You're going to feel scared when they happen. And so, you know, first, we're going to put it in the pot and put it on the back burner and let it stay there without giving it a whole bunch of attention. But if it keeps calling you because you're running to the bathroom because you have diarrhea from your anxiety, such as, uh, you know, the intestines and the gut are the, oftentimes the first things hit with our anxiety because digestion shuts down. There's no reason to be digesting your lunch when you are running from a tiger. So your body just shuts that piece down and you may be running for the bathroom. You can also experience a lot of heart palpitations and skipped beats or missed beats. And that can cause a lot of people to freak out. It's like, oh my goodness. And another place where stress is felt just typically is in the chest, in the center of the chest, the tightening down of those muscles. It can be very uncomfortable and it can make people panic. So every new symptom that comes up, every new sensation that comes up, the mind, the anxious mind will start spinning a story about it. And it usually is not a soothing story. It is one that is usually quite frightening. And of course, when you have physical sensations you don't understand, and your mind is telling you wild stories about it, you know that your anxiety is ramping up yet again. And what happens when we get ramped up yet again? The negative thought pattern that we're in is responded to by our body with more physical symptoms. So you can see this loop that we can be caught in. So, you know, the first thing that people do is when they have odd physical sensations or symptoms is to get a physician's assessment. You either end up in the ER if you are really frightened of it being your heart or something really, you know, going to urgent that needs to be taken care of right away, or you make an appointment with your physician, or you are showing up for your annual physical. These are all opportunities to get a physical assessment. And that's a great thing to do. I highly recommend it. I actually make sure that people have been cleared by their physicians by the time they are talking to me about their health anxiety. Let's make sure first that this isn't something that is physical that can be handled physically. 
once they're cleared, you would think that the mind would settle down and that they wouldn't worry or you wouldn't carry on with it. But that's not the case. Often with health anxiety, even though there has been a conversation with your physician about it, you didn't let it in. You heard it, but you didn't let it sink in. You didn't embody it. It was just words that went through your head because anxiety has such a hold on you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. One of the things that we want to keep in mind is that health anxiety and being hypervigilant about our body is understandable when we are anxious. And I, and people need to understand that you can have these things even though your doctor didn't find something wrong with you. And we talked a lot about this when we talk about the work of Dr. Sarno and his ability to see and explain to people how the mind can actually cause symptoms and sensations that are not causing real injury to the body, but they are it's causing a sensation or a symptom to get your attention. So it's... Uh, interesting to know that. Like, so your doctor really can't find anything wrong with you because there isn't anything that has caused injury. The mind has been able to use the body enough to cause a sensation, but not injury. So it's important to understand that because people come back and they don't believe their doctor, but the physician really did not find an injury or a disease because it hasn't caused, the mind can cause you to have sensation without injury. So it's important to understand that. So you can still be on the same page with your physician, but understand that they're good, good. You found out there isn't any disease. There isn't any injury. This is my anxiety causing this. So now what do I do to move forward? And that's what we want to do. That's what we do here. Once you've been cleared, physically by your physician. So we want to remember that you're having these things, they're uncomfortable, but they're not 
dangerous. We come back to that over and over with our thoughts. Yes, often we're in a situation, feels very uncomfortable, and our anxious mind tells us it's dangerous. No, we have to pull up our wise mind and actually be able to determine that I am uncomfortable, but I am not in danger. And that is a way that we can soothe that lizard brain. We are fine. We are safe. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it, but I am not in danger. And often the things that the mind cooks up are not true at all. We want to remember that from uh, many other podcasts that where we've talked about this, where our fears and our thoughts are not necessarily true. We have to be able to determine what is and what isn't dangerous and what is and what isn't true. So that takes some slowing down. We can't just be caught in the cycle of the day and just going, going, going. We have to have some little space. And it doesn't mean that we uh, stop doing what we're doing, but that we have carved out times in our day through our meditation to be able to cultivate space. And when you have cultivated that in your meditation, you are able to access it at other times during your day so that you can use some, you have enough space to discern what is and what isn't true in your life. What is your mind making up a story and what is actually happening? And one of the other things we want to keep in mind is that we can't predict what's going to happen to us. And we can't predict what is and what isn't going to be. So that actually can give us some space also, because it's not our job to just be constantly on the lookout for misfortune or for things to be going wrong. We can't predict that and we can't control it. But with anxiety, we have a desire to want to control so that we can feel safe and at ease. But it really what happens through our clearing of our anxiety panic is that we learn to feel safe and at ease with everything that is going on around us. And when we feel more safe and when we have more ease in our life, we actually have more coping ability to deal with what life is really putting in front of us. And another thing to remember finally is that the symptoms that you're dealing with, if they were more serious and more demanding of your immediate attention, you would know it. I think that often we get so scared that we lose our ability to see it clearly. And that is what happens when you show up at the ER and they again send you home saying that it's your anxiety and you then you feel bad about yourself. And don't do that. Don't feel bad. Just remember it for the next time that maybe you can slow things down the next time and not add more fear. The more fear we add, the more hyper aware we become and the more dreadful everything looks. So we want to be able to know that our body and those around us would know if we were really in danger. Again, err on the side of caution and get physically checked out, check with your physician, 
get the okay, have them understand and maybe even explain to you that this is, yes, these symptoms are happening to you, but they are not from disease or they are not causing you physical harm. This is your anxiety. And then really seriously begin to take the steps that we have here in the show and get your self-care going, get your meditation going, find little spaces where you can get your body into the parasympathetic nervous system again, where you can heal, where you can rest, digest, and be able to really have physical healing happening. It's all possible. And I want you to know that these physical symptoms that you're feeling are real Again, they're not in your head, they're in your body, and they hurt, and they are scaring you. But if you can discern that, okay, my physician told me I was fine, I'm going to go with that, and I'm actually going to work on bringing my anxiety levels down, my stress levels down, and see how these symptoms react to that. Well, you will be well on your way to getting yourself out of that loop because you are not adding more fear and causing more physical symptoms to develop. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I look forward to hearing from you. You can send us an email by sending it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear how you are doing. And now for today's quote. Live in joy, even though you have all the facts. And that's from Mother Teresa. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.